So joining us on the line to review this uh, Proteus success, former Proteus fast bowler, Gunnar Kruger. He's also our colleague here at SABC Sport and part of the commentary team on S3 for the Test Match. And you know we chatted to Garnet last week as well just to give you updates on how the Proteus is doing. Well, you know, in case you didn't know, Kaya Zondo made his Test debut as well. And this was after Saral Elvia and Vian Mulder tested positive for COVID-19. So it was great to see that, uh, you know, lots of youngsters coming through the ranks there. And uh, Garnet, what can I say? 332. That was the number. Hi, good evening, you guys. How are you doing? And good evening to our listeners. Yes, uh, is that the magic number that South Africa won by this uh, today or this morning? How do you look back at this test series, especially how it finished? It's it's sort of like um, textbook from the previous test. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of similarities uh, to the first test. Obviously, to start off with the conditions, the OB conditions in Quebecha, um suited the seamers, but surprisingly, all of the spinners uh, took the wickets. Mm. And um, just to iterate what, what you're saying, it's a perfect end or a beautiful end to a beautiful South African summer of cricket. I mean, Kesha Maharaj, you see the impact of that, the history that he's made. Did the conditions favour spinning? Well, if the ball is turning and there's bounce like there was, then I can say yes, because, um, you know, Kesha took seven uh, in the second inning, and then he also took two mm. in the third inning, but he also contributed with a bat which just shows us that it was a very good cricketing wicket um, and that South Africa, with their spin bowlers and their batting in the first innings, obviously just outplayed uh, a weak Bangladeshi team. I mean, Ghana, you don't get to watch cricket. You get to analyse cricket. Now, you've watched and analysed Maharaj. He's been, he's been putting quite a few solid performances recently. What makes him this good? Oh, he's been in the South African setup now for a while. Um, so experience counts as well. And then obviously I would say the major factor here for him putting these formulas together lately is the pressure from Salman Hammer, who's also a spinner, mm. the right arm off spinner. So these two spinners now competing and Hmm. It would be beautiful to see them play together more often. Hmm. But also now, it puts our selectors in a situation to make sure that they pick the right spinner on form and they analyze the conditions to make sure that they play in the right spinner. So both him and Simon Hammer took 29 of the 40 wickets. I mean, this is their, it's like their rise to dominance. Yeah, listen. There's been history made by both sides that in the test series, I think South Africa with the spinners and the way they, they went about beating Bangladesh in Port Elizabeth surely uh, made history. But also, mm-hmm. case of Maharaj, him taking all those wickets and him and Sama, he, sorry, him and Simon Harmer for the second time, you know, cleaning up the tail mm-hmm. 
you know, not allowing any other bowlers to get a hold of that ball, and the two of them making sure that they clean up the tail between them, because you did ask me if it's still in conditions, and mm. I, like I told you, <laughs> yes, according to all the wickets they took. But to do it twice in a row, mm. you know, it's also history, and it's very, very significant for some African bowlers, we, spin bowlers, we have been struggling with them, and now we have two that uh, shows us that the show is Africa the way and the rest of the spinners. And hopefully our spin bowling, our spin bowling can grow from year on end. Um, mm. And we see spinners getting more opportunity in test matches to, to apply the trade. Um, but all of this, I must say, came by the amount of runs of Africa piled on mm. and allowing the bowlers the spin bowlers especially freedom, you know, to operate mm. because when there were so many runs on the board, then, you know, if your spinner uh, is under pressure immediately and they can't do what they want to do, they can't deflate, you know, they can't tempt uh, 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 the, the batters. We did see them get hit, but because there's so many runs, you know, they can come into their own, they can stay confident the whole time. Mm. But had off to case of Maharaj, uh, for his man of the match, mm. uh, back to back, and also to Simon Harmer, you know, for uh, for helping him and for putting, and I must actually say, for bringing out the best in uh, cases Maharaj. Well, I mean, you know, you have to look at that man of the match and man of the series award. It was fitting for Maharaj. He he, he did. Because, you know, he, in the first innings, he also scored 84, so he's good with both bat and ball. You know, like we've always spoken about his batting uh, from the commentary box while we're watching him. You play, he looks very easy on the eye. He's mm-hmm. a good timer of the cricket ball. You know, the only reason why he gets out in this match cricket is because of poor shot selection at certain situations. He scored 84. You know, he, he's 17, 16 runs away from 100. Um, and, you know, we were just upset, you know, to see him not try and get the 100 because there was enough time for him to do that. But, you know, I'm always bringing out a bit of a negative side uh, of, of, of what happened because I'm analyzing the game. Um, but these are the small things, you know, that really uh, kill the team. Um, and when you have that opportunity in test match cricket to kill a team by scoring a big hundred, taking a fifer, you should go on and try and do that. South Africa is going to get tougher opponents um, in the next couple of months. They're having a long break, but they're going to be playing England. They're going to be playing mm. Australia. So we need to make sure that when we play these teams, we put in the same performances. You know, and we're not going to be playing at home. We're going to be playing these guys away from home. Mm. So one plus for us is that our spinners are sorted. I don't know what they're going to do to uh, stay in touch with these skills, you know, because there is a long break and there's no mm. cricket in South Africa. I don't know if some of them are going overseas. I'm almost sure that Harbour will uh, go play county cricket overseas. Mm. And that's good for him because he'll, he'll stay in form, you know. And I hope that all of the other test players and the one-day players, they also keep themselves busy mm. uh, throughout this early start uh, of, of, of uh, our winter um, just to make sure that when they go on camps, you know, because camps are not long. Mm. Camps are probably two or three days 
at most a week, mm. and you in the next fresh at least. But your your most important thing is your game match time preparation. Mm. You know you can do stuff in the net. It's not the same. You need to be out there playing games just to prepare yourself. You know for that match situation. And I really hope that South Africa can build on these couple of victories that they've had mm. uh, um, in the Test arena um, to go on to play uh, the. the the bigger kicking nations uh, also succeed when they play against them. Well, if you've just joined us, we are talking to Garnet Kruger, former Proteus bowler, on the stupendous performance from the Proteus, 332 victories. So our lines are open if you'd like to WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. Garnet at Stumps yesterday, Bangladesh went 27 for three. And today, they could only add 80. I mean, I couldn't understand it. Bangladesh had no answer to spin. That's so surprising. Yeah, it was surprising to all of us because they are from the subcontinent. And you know, in those conditions on the subcontinent, very dry and humid, you know, they should be able, you know, to cope with spin or at least play it better. Um, but I just think that uh, they had one foot on the plane already. Mm-hmm. But not taking away from how... Uh, um, Simon Harmer and Kisif Maharaj Bowles just shows that, you know, all the dismissals, it wasn't, um, you know, it was frustrating dismissal. Mm. Yeah, towards the end, the guy started playing shots. But if you look at uh, the three wickets uh, last night, you know, it was all very good wickets scored behind Bowles, proper LBW shout. You know, so the Bangladesh is basically say whatever I want to. Mm. The South African spinners did outspin them. Mm. And we were all surprised that spin would dominate. I'm a fast bowler, and when you see certain conditions, then you as a seamer, you know that uh, you stand a pretty good chance of walking away with wickets here. Uh, it didn't happen for the South African fast bowlers, mm. um, but I must also comment Vian uh, Mulder, who unfortunately couldn't take the field because of, of, of distracting COVID, Mm. I don't know how, but he also played a massive part. You know, he didn't bowl a lot in in, uh, in Durban, but we all know that Dian Mulder is that type of a bowler that can plug up an end, he can hit the area, and if there is something in the wicket, he's got the best chances of taking wickets in all of our bowlers, because he's that type of Vernon Cylinder bowler that just hits an area that all nibbles around, not a lot, not too much. If they swing, mm. you know, then you also play with that and you can handle that very well. But that also to be unknown. He also came on and applied the pressure. He went at under two runs and over. It just show you that we do have the guys that can do the job. That is just a matter of doing it consistently and under pressure. Garnet, don't go anywhere. We've got a short break. We're going to come back to you as well as a caller. This is SAFM Sport with Zai Khan. Welcome back. We are celebrating the Proteas who picked up seven wickets in an hour today, thrashing Bangladesh by 332 runs at St. George's Park. We're chatting with former Proteas bowler Garnet Kruger. And we also got a caller now from Cape Town. Colin, welcome to the show. Hi, good evening. First time I'm talking to you, Zai. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I hope it's not the last. 
Now, well, I don't know how long you'll be on the show. I don't know what's happened to Tubby. <laughs> He'll be He's, back. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, makes sense. You're just as good. Uh, Ghana, I want to ask you, I've got a question and um, a disappointment. Uh, the question is this. Um, Imran and... Um, um, no, I can't think of his name now. Harmon, Simon, aren't they a bit Shame too me. long in the tooth now? Have no, they are doing a great job. No, no getting away from it. experience does count. But uh, test spin bowlers, are there any in the making at the moment? Are they are they going to produce spin bowlers in in test cricket? Because Shamsi, uh, Shamsi. Uh, is T uh, T20 or something like that. Yeah. You no, know, T20 and uh, ODI is different to test. Test, you take five days. You do, you read the person. But have we got any up-and-coming test spinners that can hold out for five days? And another thing to uh, my disappointment is this. I'm 75 years old. I never miss cricket. I never miss soccer. I never miss rugby. I miss nothing. I watch the mm. TV and that. But now the eyes is not very, very good. And I told Tabisu, I told um, um, the commentators I spoke to, um, please, man, give us more. Uh, the score does come on the television. But, I mean, you've got to get up every time and have a look and see what the score is. Uh, who, is score, uh, who scored what? And when they get bowled out, the, the batsman walks off out of the crease. He walks down to the pavilion without a commentator even saying what his score is. Now, um, do us a favor. For us oldies, we still mm. watch cricket. We pensioners, and we sit for five days and watch cricket. Mm. But it's frustrating if the commentators don't give us... Know the score now and again. Please, Colin, look into that. Thanks, Colin. <laughs> I certainly will, and I just made a note of that as well, uh, Colin. Although we do give the score after every every over, I think I'll make I'll, I'll do I'll ask uh, my producer if you maybe can give it every three balls. Um, and I understand if you're getting old. Now I'm also getting old, so I'm also struggling the score uh, uh, sometime. But I will make a note of that, uh, Colin. And to come back to your, your first question about uh, Shamsi and if there is uh, spin bowlers in the making, well, just from these two performances, uh, or these couple of performances from these two spinners, you know, will inspire our spin bowlers because of them seeing that, okay, things have changed. We are not seeing ourselves as South Africans, which are fast bowling dominant anymore. If the conditions suit our spin bowlers, um, then surely they must get a decent go. And uh, Mark Boucher has shown that, you know what, he's willing to change that culture and give the spin bowlers more of a go. So now what will happen is that our spin bowlers will, will force more, you know, to bowl and we get opportunities to bowl. Um, and that will obviously make them better. Mm. But now, I would say the most important thing is we need to start getting 
these test bowlers to come down and share their knowledge. There's a lot of us around that is not sharing our cricketing knowledge. For instance, I've got a friend here down the road that I play club cricket with, Eddie Lee. Um, he plays for South Africa and for the Lions. Um, you know, so there is guys around that can just talk about the game. Obviously, it must come down from the top. The two best guys to do it at the moment to start this process or this revolution of spin bowling in South Africa is case of Maharaj and um, Simon Harmer. So I think it's going to be very important for them to try and come down and share their knowledge. And I think that's been the biggest problem with South Africa. Um, our players don't come down and play franchise cricket that often any much and even go lower than that, play club cricket, you know, just to share the knowledge that they have so that your players that are playing franchise cricket and even club cricket can see these guys. And you know what? When you see you play with them, you know, it just makes you want to play for Africa. I played with my heroes back in the day before they became national heroes. And um, when they were still playing for Eton. And that inspired me. Um, I think that's what's supposed to happen. Mm. Our first-class players, our international players, must get down and, and, and start getting into the, the club system, you know, where the youngsters are and where our future South African players are. Fast bowlers, spinners, you know, whenever we have people doing well, mm. that's where we must try and fight and get this game back into the townships, into our communities, not when the game is down. And this is a beautiful opportunity now for us, uh, CSA, um, you know, to start driving uh, uh, maybe a spin program to make sure that we do have spinners and then not just do that, but keep stock of them, keep looking at them, mm. keep, try, keep telling them that, listen, yeah, you're not far away from the, uh, from playing South Africa, you need to do X, Y, Z. We need to stay in touch with our spin bowlers, with our players from under 19 all the way through. They should never feel left out or left alone, uh, like they don't want to play the game anymore. Mm. I think that is what uh, we can start doing um, as cricket coaches and people involved in cricket. When South Africa is doing well, when, uh, like, like now, when our spinners are doing well, let's try and support them and let's try and make sure that we focus on our spin and make sure that we sort our spin out, mm. not just for now, but also for the future. Absolutely, and get in the youngsters in there. It's a pity, though, we didn't see Kaya Zonda uh, play. You know, we were really looking forward to his debut. Yeah, it's bittersweet for Kaya Zonda. He was on the field for, I don't know, about not even an hour. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yes, once you have received that gap, it's yours. Mm. I'm sure that he appreciates it, but I'm also sure that he'd like to contribute properly you know, he'd like to go and bat, you know, uh, do what he's probably paid for. Mm. You know, he's, he's his major role. You probably come in uh, as a as a batsman uh, in, the, in the top, top to middle order. And that's where uh, you should get the chance. But you know what? Once you receive that cap, it's yours. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never received mine, so I don't know how he felt, but I could see that. You know what? He looks happy. He looks proud. <laughs> and I even uh, uh, heard him uh, chirp on the two of the Bangladeshi <laughs> back um, But yeah, you know, it's a proud moment to play for your country. And uh, I'm sure that um, the Thunder household 
and also very proud. Absolutely. A proud, proud Sonder household. It should be. We've got a voice note, Garnet. Let's go quickly. Good evening, Zai. I have to absolutely agree with um, uh, the captain, uh, Tin Elka, saying that uh, these IPL um, uh, players should not just expect to just to come back into the team. They need to earn their place because these guys now, you don't want to be disturbing the, the rhythm of, of of the squad. You see, uh, players like Rickleton, they need to be in that squad. Got it? I'll, yes, uh, yes, I'll, yeah. I heard, yeah. And, and I think he's making mention to uh, what Dinaga said earlier in the interview uh, with him about players not being able to walk back into the team, especially the players that have missed out in the uh, test series against Bangladesh. And uh, I'm sure that he, I'm talking about Kahisa Rabada, mm. uh, Fasola, Murtia. Uh, Rafi van Dersen, I think I've missed uh, uh, one or two of them. Ngidi, yes, yeah. Yeah, Ngidi, yeah. But rightly so. You know, you're playing at a certain level and you should be judged by that level. I really don't know how they're going to tell Rabada that, listen here, <laughs> you're not going to play, or even Heinrich Norskia, because if you look at the seamers, um, they are not as fast or as uh, you know, penetrative as Kahiso uh, Rabada and as Andre uh, Nortia. Uh, mm. uh, so, yeah, I would like to see how that happens, although that should be the right way to go. Hopefully, this will also inspire our fast bowlers to, you know, try and compete. There's one thing having skill at this level, you know, and uh, your Burnham Philanders. Your Green McGraw, Swan Pollock, with no real pace, could still do a job. And Vian Mobile is doing that job at the moment. Mm. Our two steamers that should be fast bowlers, you know, they're not bowling that fast, so they're not really scaring these Bangladeshis. I know we want to steer away from that stereotype of, you know, being fast bowlers. Mm. But now that we have spinners, our fast bowlers have a little bit more leeway. And I'm sure that if we had Kahisa Rabada, and I'm just not clear fit and plain. Most of these test matches wouldn't have lasted three days. But, like I like the viewers <laughs> yes, they are going to have to come back and compete. I don't see anybody competing with any of South Africa pace-wise. Um, but let's see. Let's see uh, how the coaching staff mm. uh, works that out there. Yeah, let's wait and see. And there's going to be no cricket for a long time. Thank you so much, Garnet Kruger. Well done on the commentary as well on S3. Looking forward to catching up with you again soon. Thank you very much. Enjoy your evening. There we go. Dean Elgar making a massive statement there, uh, saying that it's not fair for the IPL players to make easy returns. What do you think about that? You can always hit us up on WhatsApp 0614-104-107. SMSs, keep it coming, 41391. We promise you, Lucky Nelukau, the TTM head coach, he will be here in studio in a couple of minutes chatting to him about this team, which is the only lower division team in the Nedbank Cup semi-finals. Woo!